If you're a Star Wars fan, you'll know the picture. A starry background, then scrolling text announcing, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. In these videos, we're looking at the birth of Jesus, an event that happened a long time ago. But it wasn't in another galaxy, though maybe the Magi felt it was by the time they got there. The Bible tells us that somewhere east of the land of Israel, there was a group of Magi studying the stars. Who are these Magi, or wise men as they are often known? Most likely they were a company of scholarly individuals from Persia. They might have held some priestly office in their culture and seemed to have a fascination with the stars. One night, as they look up at the sky, they see something different to normal. A star that maybe hadn't been there before, or just shining in a different way. And somehow they know a king has been born. Now, my mind is full of questions at this point. How did they know? I mean, stars shine in the sky every night. What was special here? And how did they connect that to a king being born? We don't know for sure, but it might be linked to a man called Daniel, a follower of God who wrote one of the books in the Old Testament. Daniel had held a position high up in the ruling administration of the Medes and Persians a few hundred years earlier. He was also someone that God had used to announce the coming of his chosen king, the Messiah. In Daniel chapter 7 and verses 13 to 14 we read, In my vision at night I looked, and there before me was one like a son of man, coming with the clouds of heaven. He approached the Ancient of Days and was led into his presence. He was given authority, glory, and sovereign power. All nations and peoples of every language worshipped him. His dominion is an everlasting dominion that will not pass away, and his kingdom is one that will never be destroyed. Could it be the Magi knew this book and were looking and studying to see how the prophecy would be fulfilled? Well, however they knew, the point is they knew that something had taken place and they got up, packed their things and set out to follow the star. We read about the Magi in Matthew's Gospel. We don't get any details of the journey. We don't know how long and we don't know the route. And although the song states three... We don't even know how many there were. We are told, though, that their first stop was in Jerusalem. That makes sense. They are looking for a king. Where else would he be but in the capital city? But as they announced their intentions, not everyone thought this was exciting news. In Matthew chapter 2 and verse 3 we read, When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him. King Herod seems to know this has something to do with the Messiah. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. The reply comes at once. In Bethlehem, in Judea. The leaders had spent their lives studying the promises and the prophecies. They knew what God had said hundreds of years before. Jerusalem was not the place the Messiah would be born in Bethlehem. Hearing this, Herod sends the Magi on their way and sets his mind to concocting an horrendous scheme aimed at killing the baby Jesus. Yet the Magi have a very different agenda. They follow the star to a house in Bethlehem, 
Matthew tells us what happened when they got there. In verse 11, On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. How old was Jesus at this point? Again, we don't know. He could be anything up to two years old. Still, a very young child. Yet when the travellers see him, they bow down, they honour him, they worship him. That by itself is remarkable. This was not a time where children were held in high esteem. Yet here, the child is the focus of attention. And then, these were foreigners from a land a long way away. But I guess that does fit with the Bible message. Jesus is for everyone. Matthew doesn't stop there. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense and myrrh. Can you hear the gasp from Mary's mouth as each is presented? These are substantial gifts. They aren't a bottle of wine or box of chocolates hastily brought from the petrol station on the way over. Mary and Joseph were an ordinary couple, not rich. Yet here's their son being presented with gifts of huge value. It's not only the value that makes these gifts interesting. It's also the message they contain. Gold, a gift for a king. The Magi came looking for a new king who had been born. Jesus was that king. Frankincense, a type of incense used in worship. That fits with the Magi's response as they saw Jesus. They bowed and worshipped. Who is this child? They recognised there is something different about him. Something godlike. Then myrrh. An odd choice for a present to give to one so young. Myrrh was one of the perfumes used at Jesus' burial. Could this be a pointer to that later moment in his life? Having seen Jesus and given their gifts, the Magi head home. God warns them not to go back to Herod, so they take a different route. What do you think they talked about on their way home? It seems a long trip to see a baby, especially when you don't know the family. But the Magi didn't see it like that. They saw Jesus as someone special, a king who would do incredible things, someone to worship, and they were prepared to travel the earth to see him. How excited do you think they would have been to have seen him with their own eyes? I wonder, where does Jesus fit in our minds? Is he a character in a story we tell or something much more? Are we seeking him out, doing whatever it takes, or would we prefer that he didn't exist? You look at Herod and you look at the Magi, two very different responses to Jesus. Which do you side with? Why not think about that question as we get nearer to Christmas? Now, there's one more video in this series, and in it, we're going to think about the journey Jesus took to get to the manger. The Bible makes some extraordinary claims. If they're true, they are absolutely life-changing. If you want to know when it comes out, you can like our Facebook page, that's Whittlesea Baptist Church, or subscribe to the YouTube channel. And hopefully, see you next time.